0: What's happening, friends? Welcome back to the Rotobomb Podcast. Pete Davidson here on a Saturday. So we're talking a little DFS. I uh, spent yesterday and a little bit of today doing some prep for this. I was going to make some lineups and stuff. I figured, hey, I should probably drop a little podcast. Um, Now, it's sort of like last week, just totally on the up and up here, I have not put in the same type of agonizing... (laughs) um, you know, prep that I, that I normally do. Um, I'm just sort of doing this for the fun of it. And I thought I'd drop my thoughts. Um, I mean, I have gone through these games and taken some notes. And if you guys are, you know, looking to do, you know, a little DFS action this weekend, at least I can get you some good information to shorten your prep time or, or something like that. So um, we're looking at a four game slate or two separate two two game slates, depending on how you're going. Um, I am probably going to put most lineups into the full slate. It feels like it might be a little easier to not worry about ownership rates and stuff like that. Um, And my basic strategy right now, and I've got another couple hours, I'm going to be sort of batting this stuff back and forth in my head, but Right now, my, my feeling is that I'm going to fade Saturday in favor of Sunday on the four-gamer. Um, I like I like the Kansas City stacks, just getting Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek in my lineup, and then sort of going from there. It just I mean, I know it's going to be chalky, and that, that in and of itself isn't going to win me anything, but I feel like that's just the best foundation. Um, and then there are some things I like on the other side of that that you can bring back. We'll get to that in a second. Um, now playing the Saturday only, my strategy is a little, well, it has to be a lot different, actually, (laughs) since I cannot play Kansas City on the Saturday only. Um, I'm, you know, what I've come down to now, I've put two lineups together. They're both Allen lineups. I might put Lake Lamar lineup in there as well, um. Lamar, I probably would just go naked um, and maybe bring back some of Allen's receivers just because I like them more. I, I think, you know, obviously, more dependable volume there. Um, but let's, let's before we get to that game, let's just start with the Rams and Green Bay. Um, the thing that appeals to me most in this game is probably the Rams defense at 2600. Uh, it's the second cheapest, I believe, off the top of my head. And I also think, you know, they're in a pretty good spot. They should get some sacks. Would surprise me if they got some picks. Um, you know, they're, just, they're the best defense that's playing this weekend, I think, um, and you can get them cheap, so I think, you know, sort of a shaky weather kind of day, probably that hurts them more than helps them because I think there will be more running in this game, which is why I'm sort of staying away from this game. It's going to be cold. There's going to be some wind. Uh, I, th- I think the Rams are going to try to run the ball um, because the matchup says they should, uh, and they've got a quarterback who's having trouble throwing and Cooper Cup's banged up. So, you know, lots of reasons to sort of stay away from the Rams. And, you know, you, you, you know, I sort of look at Woods a little bit, like, well, the ball could flow to Woods, but I don't like Woods' matchups. Um nor the Rams' ability to throw in general the way they're constituted at the moment. So uh, I'm sort of in a full fade on the Rams with the exception of their defense and Akers. I think Akers at 5,700 against um, a weak rushing defense is set up well. So um, if you have 57 to spend on a running back as your second running back or even as your first, uh, I think Akers is certainly viable. On the other side, obviously Rodgers is a great player. Um, but in this particular game, I don't really love the Rodgers matchup for what I have to pay when I've got other options I like just as much. Uh, Devontae Adams, same kind of thing, 8600 is a big number on this slate. It will cost you other things. Um, I can save 600 bucks, uh to go to Tyreek Hill in the four game, and I can save over $1,000 going to, to Diggs, um... on on the Saturday. So uh, for me, I'm probably off Rodgers. I'm off Adams. Um, The only other receiver there that I think is worth a look is Tanyan. Um, And Tanyan is a way to maybe leverage some of these other players. So I can can see some reasonable um, reasons to go after Tanyan. He hasn't found his way into any of my lineups yet. Um, you know, Lazard has the best matchup of the three, but he's sort of been in that four to six target area, not a lot of upside. Not sure if I'm really gonna. You know, the reason you go to Lazard is just for GPP um, purposes. Same thing for MVS, who has lost some snaps and who doesn't have a good matchup here. Uh, so, I mean, certainly MVS is the kind of guy who can all of a sudden just drop 25 after a couple bagels. So, for you deep field GPPers, I can see why but he's not something I'm going to use. So really in this game, Aaron Jones at 68, Acres at 57, and the Rams D at 26 is where my focus is going to be. Um, now moving down to Baltimore and Buffalo, I like this game quite a bit more. Obviously both quarterbacks are going to run. Uh, Lamar at 76, Allen at 7,700. The price is very close. Um, for me, I just feel that Allen Has an even bigger share of the goal line, especially now that uh, uh, Zach Moss is going to be out. Uh, So I think Allen, either naked or stacked, Um, you know, obviously you like to stack him with Diggs, but that does lock you into, you know, almost 1,500 units combined with him and Allen. It's a little easier to stack Beasley. You probably gain some. uh, Ownership points there, Beasley probably going to be less owned than Diggs, Uh, but he's still going to be heavily owned and he lacks the ceiling that Diggs has, so uh, Smokey Brown, if you're going GPP, uh, this is a guy who could put up a pair of long ones out of nowhere, Um, didn't do a thing last week, he's going to scare some people, some people stay away from him based on fear and recency bias, so for those of you with the guts to do it, I think the Allen-Smokey stack is gutsy, and I think you know, the big payoff is potentially there. Not something that I've been doing, I'm not going to lie, but, you know, to sit there and say that that's a bad play, I think you're you're throwing a lot of game theory out the window. Um, now... I, I think just as good a move when you save another 600 is to go to Gabe Davis. His odds of landing a long touchdown and a big play are, are probably not materially different than Smokey's. I think both of those can make sense. And we're sort of getting into the problem with stacking Allen. You have to sort of embrace a lot of risk or pay a lot for digs. Um, there's no easy way to do it. Um, I think uh, Singletary at running back for 4,500 with no moss, definitely one of the better you know sort of value per touch options on the slate. The obvious problem is that he is not super likely to score a touchdown against a good defense um, and with Allen uh, being such a threat in tight. Um, Dawson Knox is there at 3,100 units if you want to pay down your tight end. I think there's better ways to pay down a tight end um which we'll get to um so going over to the baltimore side i think naked lamar makes the most sense to me or maybe stacked with andrews who has a decent matchup here um i'm probably more likely to take lamar play him naked and stack him with some uh of allen's receivers but the problem there is that if allen's receivers are hitting then he has a chance to hit better than lamar um so you know, again, I don't. You know, most of my angles on on the Saturday only um, come with Josh Allen, uh, and then probably playing running backs from the other game, um, and then probably using uh, Diggs if I can get to him, and then just sort of feathering in a couple other receivers who I like. Uh, one receiver I like if we're willing to go all the way down um, is um, Jefferson or Reynolds from the Rams. I think those guys. May end up getting some some targets all the way down at the price floor, but not a whole lot of ceiling. Th- this is a well priced slate in that if you try to go heavy, you do pay a price trying to go down and look to the lower price ranges. Um, uh, you know, I think Gus at four thousand two hundred, Gus Bus is uh, viable, but you know, again, we're taking shots in the dark. These are sort of GPP plays. I'm not touching Hollywood at fifty two. I think the cornerback matchups for me just. They're just not likable enough. Um, Dobbins at six K, if you if you could sort of make him as a leverage play against Lamar. Certainly, there's nothing wrong with that, but he does not fit the DK paradigm. He just doesn't catch passes, um, which is more about Lamar than Dobbins' skill set. But doesn't really matter, does it? Um, so moving down to uh, the Sunday games. Um, You know, Sammy Watkins is out for Kansas City. That's important to remember. Um, Kansas City gives up a lot of tight end production. That's important to remember um, because they don't give out much in terms of perimeter. So um, Landry is well-priced, and he does get inside looks. So I think Landry's certainly in play. I'm less in love with Higgins and Donovan People jones and the other guys who are going to be playing outside, although they're not overpriced. to me, I'm interested in maybe Mayfield as a GPP play. Um, if you're willing to, you know, roll the dice, he could do nothing, obviously. Um, but I think I I, I think Chub or Hunt in, in a lot of lineups makes sense. Um, if you're doing the sat the Sunday lineups, um, you know, I it's 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 sort of tough to see one. I mean, one of them almost has to have a good day. Um, game flow the projected game flow sort of leads me to Hunt at 4800 maybe a little revenge game factor, who knows. Um, so, yeah, I know it's a stupid thing to say, he got cut for a reason, but in his mind it's revenge. Um, and then Hooper at 38 is the guy I really like on Cleveland. Um, I think, you know, I, like I said, I'm going to be playing KC Stacks, probably Mahomes, Tyreek, uh, and Kelsey, which, and you know, let me just, I'm, I'm just going to cue that up right now. Um, Excuse the people laughing outside my house if you can hear it. So if you go Mahomes, Tyreek, Kelsey, and Hooper, that stack with four players uh, takes up a ton of salary. You've only got 22-4 left. You're looking at a sub-5K average per player, and you don't have any running backs selected. So, you know, this is definitely not easy like if you want to if you're playing the four game slate and you want to get to Aaron Jones um, you know that's pretty much gonna you know take away all your flexibility you're below 4k per remaining spot once you put in a 6800 Aaron Jones so you know you don't have a lot of room to move outside of those four guys that is the challenge of playing it that way um, which is why I like bringing back Hooper at 3800 this guy's been seeing a ton of targets he hasn't been playing well he's been dropping some easy passes but all he needs to do is have a strong game Uh, the volume is going to be there for you if he can just not drop the ball this week he could really do some things you know like uh, 80 yards and a touchdown I don't think is outside of his range in a game like this where Kansas City could come in and just roll over them Um, so that's sort of the predicted game flow lineup going away from predicted game flow You could play like Chubb with that same stack um, from KC. Then you're playing into the Cleveland jumps out, gets a lead. Chubb ends up getting, you know, north of 20 touches, multiple touchdowns, 100 plus yards. And you get passing volume from Mahomes coming from behind. Um, So I think both of those angles make some sense. Um, And then, you know, if, if you wanted to get into a third lineup or a different kind of lineup or just playing more Browns, you could do, like, you know, in the other game script, you could do Hunt and Hooper. Um, you get those two guys in there for, what, uh, just just short of 9K. So, um that's sort of where I'm at with this game. I think Mayfield and GPPs can make some sense. I think Landry, because he gets some interior snaps, makes some sense. Not as high on Higgins uh, and the other outside receivers. Uh, moving down. Oh, and, you know, while we're while we're on this game over to KC, you know, as far as the other pieces on KC, we still don't know if Hillaire, Edwards Hillaire, is going to play. If he does play, I mean, I don't trust him. You know, a guy who's missing practices this week on an ankle injury. So, you know, it's really about do I want to get into the other guys. If Edward Soler is out, I think you can make a pretty good argument that Darrell Williams at 4K, the stone minimum for a running back, Could make some sense. I think he probably outtouches Le'Veon Bell, and in my opinion, I've said this for a long time, this guy's an underrated player. He's a little bit better than most people want to give him credit for. He could score multiple touchdowns. Would not surprise me. Uh, Hardman or Demarcus Robinson, both in that 4K-ish range, Robinson at 43, Hardman at 39, should be getting most of the snaps left behind by Sammy Watkins, who's not going to play. So you could roll either way there. I think Demarcus has more floor. Hardman has more long bomb potential, um, and I'm out on Levy on at 5100. I, I, I mean, I can see scenarios where he pays off at that number, but I'm I I'm just I'm not in on it. Um, moving down to Tampa and the Saints. Um, does Brady have potential in this game? Sure. I did not like the way he looked at against this defense and defenses that bring pressure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay off of Brady, certainly off of Evans, who I think is gonna be shadowed. Um, if I am gonna play a Brady receiver, it's either Godwin or A. B. I'm gonna save the money and go to A. B. because I think he still has that one huge game in him. And if there's a if there's a guy on Tampa who can break the previous paradigm, it's A. B. who didn't really play against these guys. Uh, I think the second matchup he was in there. You know, he just gotten there. It doesn't really count. Uh, Rojo obviously got hurt last week and pumped us with a big bagel. If he plays this week, it's probably going to be in a supplementary kind of role. Uh, and with the, with, with the flux there, both of them around 5K, I'm not going to play Lenny or Rojo in this matchup. It's a bad running back matchup on the ground. Uh, I am willing to toy around with Gronk at 3,600, particularly if I'm, um, you know, playing... Uh, the Saturday slate, I'm looking to mix stuff up. I think two tight ends, tight end and my flex on Saturday is viable. Um, like playing Travis Kelsey and Hooper. Or, you know, put Hooper in the um, tight end slot, Kelsey in the flex spot. Uh, well, I would do... Actually, it doesn't really matter because they both play at the same time. Um, but keeping Kelsey on the flex, um, if you're playing the full slate... Um, could give you room to move. He's priced up with a lot of these other guys. Um, so, you know, if, if, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you're doing both of these guys, you can flip them around. But um, I do like the idea of double tight end. It gives you a, a slightly original look. I don't think a lot of people are going to be doing that, although this slate does sort of push you in that direction. But I think, you know, a Kelsey Gronk or a Kelsey Hooper, you um, Play down at the bottom of of, of, of my lineup. I, I sort of like the way that looks. Um, and Hooper at 38, Gronk at 36. These are guys with, you know, pretty nice upside for sub 4K players. Um, I don't. There's no sub K receivers. Um, excuse me, sub 4K receivers that I like more than these tight ends. Um, now moving over to the Saints side, which is the side I like. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna play a quarterback from this game. It for me it's going to be Breeze at fifty six. I like him a lot more if Taysom Hill's out. Um, perhaps even more if Latavius Murray is out because that takes away the handoff touchdowns a little bit. Um, you're more likely to get it, you know, off a of Breeze hand to Kamara or Michael Thomas. I think Kamara. Going to be way chalky, but I have no problem playing him. If I can get to him, he's going to be tough with most of my lineup builds. Uh, Michael Thomas, same kind of thing. Love him at 67 if I can find a way to get him in. I think Manny Sanders, if you want to leverage, makes a lot of sense at 45, especially if Cook and Taysom Hill and Latin Murray are out. Um, it, you know, and from the looks of it, these guys are probably going to play. Um, but they may not be uh, you know, sort of at the top of their game. So I think Manny Sanders at 45 certainly has some some sort of hidden upside because some of these guys may not be doing their typical um, workloads. Um, So I think Breeze stacked with MT or Manny or both or AK or MT or both or AK and Manny or both. Um, Those can work. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be building enough lineups where I'm going to get into that a whole lot, but I think it can work. Um, So sort of in order, uh, uh, looking at the weekend as a whole, Allen, Allen, Mahomes are my two quarterbacks I like the most and then the other guys I'm willing to sort of get into uh, are Breeze and Mayfield um, and that's that's pretty much it that's pretty much it now I will I have a Mayfield lineup I'm not sure will I have a Lamar lineup I'm not sure I will have an Allen lineup I will have some Mahomes lineups and I, I might find a way to get to a Breeze lineup that's that's where my head is at right now um, and you know as far as how my lineup construction goes it's just gonna have a lot to do with which quarterback i'm working from Um like you know, ak lineups probably I have to have breeze so unless i have any breeze i may have no ak um, aaron jones is a guy i'm gonna be looking to get into a lot of lineups i don't know how successful i'll be acres is, is a guy i'm gonna be looking to get into lineups i don't know how successful i'll be um, I think Singletary will find his way into more lineups than those other two guys simply because he's so cheap, 500 from the floor, and he's going to, you know, it's it's really sort of hard to look at this game. And, you know, how do you get Singletary beneath 15 touches? I'm having trouble doing that. Uh, that guy at 1,500, uh, excuse me, at 4,500 with 15 touches, that feels pretty good when I'm going to be looking for some cheap plays at the position. Um, and then the other running backs that I'm sort of, uh, committed to trying to get into some lineups are Chubb um, and Hunt. Uh, I'm pretty much off the Tampa running backs. Uh, I'm pretty much off the Baltimore running backs. Although Dobbins, I mean, I those guys could find a way in there. Um, so I guess Tampa running backs. I'm pretty much off. Saints probably not going to use. I'm not going to use AK, I don't think without Breeze. Um, So really, there's a good chance I'm going to be paying down at running back in a lot of these lineups, with the exception of some Chubb and some Aaron Jones, uh, when I can find my way to those guys. Um, And that's sort of my overall uh, view of this slate. Just sort of a quick 20 minutes, Um, I, I guess just to wrap up. Um, if I didn't hit this hard enough, um, my two favorite plays are Tyreek and Kelsey. Um, I, you know, without Sammy Watkins, without anybody else really stepping up in that offense, it really feels like they both have 10 target floors to me. I mean, between the two of them, we're probably looking at 25 targets or something like that. So, really like those two guys. They're going to be. Uh, I think playing them together with Mahomes is something I'm committed to do in a fair amount of lineups. And then, you know, just in terms of plays I like from a value standpoint, um, I already mentioned Cam Akers. I think he's a really good play from a value perspective. He's going to get a lot of touches. Same thing with Singletary uh, for the Bills. And then Hooper at tight end for the Browns, I think, is a really good value. Uh, Michael Thomas at 6,700, another guy who's just locked in from a volume perspective uh, and really feels a little bit underpriced. Um, So those are six players that I feel really strongly about. Don't think I'll have all six in the same lineup, but I'll be working to get those guys in. Um, And, you know, who knows? I might find a couple other ideas over the next couple hours as I try to get this stuff done. Um, But that's most of the stuff that I feel strongly about. Hopefully I got you guys a couple bits of information you hadn't thought of yet. Uh, And if I, you know, have an epiphany between tomorrow, uh, today and tomorrow, maybe I'll do another little podcast tomorrow morning sorry i was going to do that last week and uh things got out of hand and i never got back to uh my work sorry about uh the sunday last week i was going to do the second podcast i can get it done um so for tomorrow i'd say unlikely but possible uh and then uh, i plan on coming back and doing this next week hopefully the world around us is settled down by then we know who the president is and we can uh Get back to concentrating on things that we want to do uh, at least that's been the problem for me um, one thing I have done I probably did about six or seven hours last week was rookie work definitely uh, having fun going through the film on these guys uh, watch some of the bowl games uh, Devontae is good uh, I think we've already come to that conclusion and we're gonna have a lot of others so um, check back with rotobahn.com for that stuff and for the podcast uh, but we're gonna have a lot of fun with the rookies and best ball and stuff like that so Put some lineups together. Enjoy tonight's games. Enjoy tomorrow's games. Hopefully uh, some of us win some money. We'll talk next week. Be good. Waiting for the gift of sound and vision And I will sing Waiting for the gift of sound and vision Drifting into my solitude Over my head Don't you wonder sometimes About sound and vision